Welcome to Found in Prague. Welcome back to the Found in Prague podcast. This is part two of our friendships topic. And I feel like we've covered some really cool questions here on how to maintain these friendships. What is it that you look for in a friendship? And what is your first impression of people? How do you decide that you want to be friends with someone? And so we cover some of these topics and I'm really excited to dive in. Yeah, interesting kind of few thoughts that I wrote down while you were describing friendships. One thing is, and and we started kind of conversation from that, if like uh, boys and girls could be friends. And that's kind of the hard part because basically marriage is based on friendship. So if Mm -hmm. you find a person that you could be really good friends with, it's a really great base for future marriage. So that's why it's really hard sometimes to distinguish between friendship and like love you know and that's why it might be really hard to then you know find this balance and then say sorry like you're just friend and then with someone else you go further and you build a marriage so there's just one one interesting thing kind of connecting to what you said before into what we started the podcast and a few other things that were also really connected to what you said earlier was that a good friend can hold you accountable i mm. think it's yeah. very important yeah. because it, he not only has to agree with everything you say but he also can tell you when to stop mm-hmm. and you would value his opinion mm-hmm. that's very important right and those friends are really valuable yeah. because because sometimes you cannot see yourself from like outside perspective, perspective yeah. but your friend can see you he also knows you yeah really good and then when you're going uh, haywire and and once something happens or you're you're like out of your normal he can definitely first of all see it he can tell it to you and you like won't be offended by it because you know where it comes from right it it comes from like friendship and like good intentions not trying to hurt you or something like that but trying to kind of help you and take you out of that so it's one thing yeah and the other thing of course sometimes friends really need to stay on your side no matter what even if you're wrong it's kind of opposing idea to that but that's also like it's also a very thin line but sometimes you need a a person who would stand with you no matter what right and if you yeah it's hard to explain (laughs) it needs to be a kind of an example life example but yeah it's kind of these two opposing ideas amy has something to say i was just going to ask if you have an example of you know someone standing on your with you on your side even if you're wrong i'm curious i don't know if i have like an example but i'm equating it to this okay so for instance in a a marriage and then when you have a family they say that a good way to parent your kids is that you're a united front right so like that you can have you know say your kid is like wanting the chocolate bar or whatever and he's at the store whining and crying. And one of you thinks that the kid should have the chocolate bar, but the other thinks that you shouldn't. But in that moment, one of you decides, okay, we're just going to go with he's not having the chocolate bar. And we're both going to say, no, you're not going to have the chocolate bar. But then later on, 
back home when the kid's asleep, you talk about why, you know, you thought he should have the chocolate bar and why you thought that he shouldn't have the chocolate bar. And maybe you challenge their perspective. This is a super lame analogy, but you, <laughs> you challenge their perspective on, you know, maybe you thought he really deserved the chocolate bar because he did really well at his school test that day. And so you're actually challenging the perspective of your reason why. So I'm bringing this back into friendship and thinking about how sometimes I think it's it's good to have a friend that will stand up for you and stick by you, especially like in situations. And they're not going to just call you out in the middle of a group of friends and be like, you're wrong, like yada, yada, yada. I've done that and it... <laughs> It's not, it's not pretty, but I think being able to respect and love your friends in bigger context, but then being able to have that place where you can come be like, Hey, I want to challenge you on this, you know, like, or have you thought about this before? I think being able to do that one-on-one is always like really health, a healthy way to bring maybe different perspectives in your friendship I'm really speaking from actually I'm thinking of a lot of situations with Amy where I've done some stupid things I'm thinking about choreographing and teaching dances and how we went through that where sometimes we had to like go okay we had to know where we were going when we were teaching choreography and then in the middle of it I think I had a few moments where I was like no 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 like you're wrong in front of everybody and like that probably wasn't really really nice to do <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a good example i think when 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 you really know like your friend is wrong but you still want to support them just because of the friendship that that's what yeah. i was trying to say yes that makes yes. more sense yes um like i don't know for example like i don't know it, it's it's a very silly also situation but um w- when we were growing up uh we had kind of this uh separation between the areas where you are growing so for example if you're growing in one yard and there is like a a neighborhood yard uh, so if you're going into neighborhoods yards and there are some guys that want to fight for example right and i don't know you say something something stupid but the people from your yard will still stick with you doesn't matter if like you said something right or not yeah it doesn't matter they will stick with you through the because you're from one, you know, like mm-hmm. you're one, you cannot separate. Yeah. It's it's a dumb example, yes, right? Yes. But it's just an example of what yeah. I meant. Yeah. That so. they're not going to be the one to just ditch you yeah, exactly. when you're in a tough exactly. spot, in yeah. a tough situation. Yeah. 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 They're going to stick by you. But yeah. then they won't be afraid to actually... Yeah, tell you later. Tell you later. Hey, (laughs) dude. (laughs) Dude, next time, don't don't say that when we're in this part of town. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's kind of a funny, funny thing to talk about. But I think it's true. I think it's it's good to know what kind of friends you have. Yeah, I do think that is something that I have valued about our friendship is that we have communicated. Okay, how how do we want to confront each other when we're wrong? You know, and like we have. Yeah, being able to disagree with me in something or just not even not even that I'm wrong, but maybe you, you don't, don't understand. understand. Yeah. And so afterwards you're like, okay, so I stood by you and I trusted you, but I have no idea where you're going with what you're doing. Can you explain? And then we have a conversation and you're like, oh, okay, I do still stand by you. Or you're like, well, maybe you could change your perspective, you know? <laughs> and so I think, yeah, having communication in the, in those times is also mm-hmm. valuable because maybe they're not wrong. It's just a different perspective. And I think that's another interesting element of cultivating friendship, right? Is there's there's so much that's organic 
like I think Alex you've talked a lot about that like there's so much of just like it just happens and it just kind of flows and I think that's a beautiful part of knowing that you have a good friendship is just the organicness of it but then there are moments where I think you can also talk about how do we want to do this I think mine and Amy's relationship is kind of interesting because we are co-workers we live together like with our missions organization and we're friends so we have a lot of layers of communication that we have to dig through and so sometimes maybe we communicate more than other friendships might need to I think one time I was telling my mom about some things and she was like whoa like too much you communication like married couple <laughs> but um but I think that there are moments where to being vulnerable like you're saying Alex being vulnerable you have to be willing to, you know, put yourself out there and be vulnerable. And so sometimes you have conversations with a friendship that is vulnerable and you are working through maybe how you communicated through something. And maybe you hurt each other in some way. And I think being able to have forgiveness in friendship is also really important. Being able to communicate with one another and work through the hard things. Sometimes things just take time. Um, maybe you need time apart from from different friends but I think sometimes it just is a conversation to have as well maybe if you've if you've had some difficulties in a friendship and um, but I think forgiveness is such a a key thing as well in friendships and having an unoffendable heart (laughs) I'll preach that to the day I die (laughs) it's very interesting I'm trying to remember if in any of my friendships I ended up in some kind of conflict and I can't remember any that's amazing like you know somebody said something yeah and, like really offended me and like we parted away so yeah. something like that mm. can't remember yeah or or i said something that like we never we're never, friends, never after friends that. i don't think can't. i've really either actually though like where it's like we've never never been friends but i think it does happen and i i think if you even look in the bible there's instances where they were like this isn't working. We're parting ways. And I don't know how I feel about that. You know, it's like, oh man, that was like, there were some things that happened that were awkward, but <laughs> were awkward. they were awkward. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've had that happen much in like my adult life, but I think as like as teenagers, kid, like you teenager. just get like offended so much quicker sometimes. And I, I know, especially when I was younger, I dealt a lot more with the fear of rejection. And so I started to reject people before they could reject me because, you know, if I, something happened and I, I, I can think of actually one example of a friendship that I actually parted ways because of an argument that we had. And it's sad to think about, but I think, yeah, being able to like mature in that and being able to like talk things out. But you're saying you've never, wait, you've had conflicts in friendships before. You never get in arguments or disagreements are we arguing right now are we friends (laughs) i'm honestly trying to remember a time when i said something or i did something that my friend would like turn 180 and go like other direction and like we wouldn't talk for i don't know a day two or a week or whatever right i I mean i mean we only see you once a week so you never know how many times you've offended (laughs) brandon exactly probably that was a joke that was a joke this is a joke (laughs) it's i'm I'm just honestly trying to remember i know i know it happened uh with my wife like we we would uh happen like we we were dating at that moment 
but I think what, what the element that was there, she was trying to test me, kind of stress test me. <laughs> so that's what was happening. And it wasn't my fault. Like, I, it wasn't that I said... You had caused an issue. I, I would always cause some issues. But it wasn't... <laughs> she would put it this way. It wasn't me. It was she trying to cause an issue to, you know, to see how it would resolve. I feel like you need to do, like, story times. Because, like, you always just kind of, like, vaguely say that she you was cannot, stress you test cannot. you. And I'm like, oh, how? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you should you should come for a coffee my wife will teach you she's, okay she's we should really go great. pick pick her brain yeah. <laughs> we'll like, oh should we make her a guest on the podcast <laughs> would she do that no no i didn't help. think so no that's Pe- sad people and her are not compatible together <laughs> that's fair i respect but a coffee a coffee coffee yes yes okay okay that would be interesting but yeah, I think Amy had said this earlier, and I think this is a good blanket statement to all of what we just said, which is be the kind of friend that you want to have. I think, mm. I mean, it's kind of like the golden rule, which is do uh, do unto others as you would want I to think, have done to yourself. I think the Bible phrase is it, uh, if you want to have friends, you need to be friendly. Is, is that correct? I, I don't know Maybe, if it's correct probably. English translation, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. it, that's how Russian mm-hmm. uh, phrases it. Okay. I have to maybe Google it. but No, I think, I think that that's just a good... A good way of looking at friendships of course also sometimes people have different preferences on on what kinds of friendships mm-hmm. they have so mm-hmm. sometimes that's a maybe that's not a good building statement now that i thought about it but i think in general I think at the core at the core <laughs> at the value core. like you, you want a friend that's gonna listen that's yes. gonna support you that's gonna you know be there for you i feel like those are less so like I want to be the kind of friend that always watches movies like with you 24 seven and never lets you out of my sight. That's creepy. Don't be that kind of friend. But like, you know, to have some core values that you're like, this is what is important to me in a friendship. Therefore, I want to, you know, and then you'll attract those. You'll probably attract the people that Mm -hmm. have that same value. You know, if you're if that's what you value and that's the kind of friend that you want to be to someone, I think that that also brings a certain level of somebody that's like oh i see that they're that kind of friend and i also want to be that kind of friend to them i think i've i've experienced that before where you embody something and then a person's like that's the kind of person that i would want to be friends with i think uh, yeah that's the verse i found it so proverbs eighteen twenty four says a man who has friends must himself be friendly but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother, right? So we we so talked the, about this verse. All the first part of the verse yeah. that yeah. nobody apparently talks about. <laughs> Interesting. I like exactly. it. Yeah. One thing also about friendships, and I, I don't know, maybe relationships in general, but being younger, I was more, I romanticized everything, kind of. And I also wasn't, I didn't have like guards, as many guards mm-hmm. as I do right now. Yes. Also, of course, because of experiences in life. Yes. So I was much more open and I was much more kind of romanticizing the friendships because of the i think the books i read mm-hmm. they, they were like very romantic not in the way of like yes if you know what i mean i know what you're saying yeah um I, very idealistic. idealistic yes yeah, exactly fantasy. that's the word i'm trying i'm looking for so my view on friendships were really idealistic and very self-sacrificial so i did not allow myself to or like i would sacrifice whatever my principles were for friends 
and like I, I could sacrifice something for my friends and I had it fire back but I think that's the kind of the mindset I, I was in mm. back then that allowed kind of more open and maybe more kind of I don't know deeper friendships or like it, it's just a different level mm-hmm. because right now it's a different mindset and it's also experience of life so you're yes. probably not running to first guy you meet on the street and not telling him everything you you know yes. whatever feel yes. or think about yeah um but it's also different right now right so it's grown in a different way that mm-hmm. you do it slower but kind of more thoughtful mm-hmm. i would say more intentional yeah more intentional mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I think that that's true. And I think it also depends. I, I would definitely agree with that for, for myself as well. I think I was a, a lot more open just to kind of anybody that I met. Like maybe, you know, maybe we can be friends and yada, yada, yada. I think I would say do a lot to being a very big extrovert. I think a lot of times I always thought I needed to be friends with every single person mm. that I met. You know, I did a, a discipleship training school with YWAM. Like this was just six years ago. And I think that was a really an interesting and key point in time where I realized not everybody has to like you. And that was really hard for me. Like as, as an extrovert that yeah. like is a people pleaser and like, wants to be friends. Yeah. I'm, I'm, but well, I'm just, I'm curious to hear what you guys, cause both of you guys are, are more introverted. Actually, um, I'm now thinking, I think I was an extrovert <laughs> when I was younger and I'm an introvert. And now you, now yeah. you're an introvert. Yeah. I don't know. But I think that that was really pivotal for me just to realize like not everybody has to be your friend and not everybody has to like you <laughs> because I wanted to be friends with literally everybody. And so I probably did go around telling everybody my deep stories, secrets and everything. And I think I've definitely, I choose more so that now, but I still lean towards that side of being more open. Isn't that another Bible verse that says you should be friends with people if possible? Um, yeah. Uh, it's not it, friends, it's, but it's... It's like make amends with everybody yeah. if you can. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So isn't that the principle you're talking about, right? Um, pretty much, right? Like mm. somewhere close, no? I've, like everyone I've like to like you means basically so you're not fighting with each, which, with everyone, which is basically making... Uh, yeah, I've always taken that with. verse as like, yeah, that you can be peaceable with everybody. Exactly, which is right. means not fighting. But I'm fighting, talking about that I was in a place where like I wanted to be friends with everybody. Mm, okay. Like yeah. where that's too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm talking like I was like, if if this person doesn't think that we're friends, oh, okay. that's devastating to me. Like it was really unhealthy, I promise. Like mm. I, it, I I think I it's you. more of just like to where some people you just don't click with, right? I could be in a room with you, we can have a conversation, mm-hmm. but it's not like we're gonna become best friends. Mm-hmm. And I think in back in the day, I would think I have to find some way of connecting with this person so we can be friends, you know, and now I'm real, you know, now that I'm older, I've realized you just don't click with someone and that's okay. You can still love them in Christ. I can still say this is my brother, my sister, but I don't have to be best friends with every person that I meet. That's more about what I was saying. Mm. Yeah, they they might not click with you. That's, e- exactly. Yeah, I now I understand what yes. you're trying to say. Yes, yeah. exactly. That, that might happen. Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. So for anybody out there struggling with that, it's okay to not click with every single person that you meet. That is okay. I'm curious from an introvert's perspective. <laughs> well, I feel like even though we 
have put Alex in the box of being an introvert and he's not sure if he's an introvert or an extrovert <laughs> or he was when he was younger. I think we probably I'm a, have... I'm a non-decided one. Uh, classic. Those don't actually exist. But, you know, we won't fight about that because, you know, we don't have conflicts in friendships. <laughs> okay, anyways. Okay, let's go back. Sorry. Did we have a conflict in our friendship? No, we haven't. Okay, Just wanted to make it clear. No. Have we? Have I told you about a conflict I've had with Alex? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I've only come home crying like once or twice, right? Mm. No. But not from a conflict. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Anyways, um, friendships. I lost a train of thought. Introverts. Introverts. Okay. So I actually have the opposite problem that you had where i actually don't care if you don't like me she was on the other side she was the she friend was the, she, you weren't clicking I with like, and oh my gosh, like, what am i doing wrong she doesn't like me and i was like oh my gosh back up a few steps yeah. well i mean i don't know if we clicked immediately when we first met you tried to put me underneath the microscope and you're like okay so like what are you let me figure out every little detail about you what are you what are you this was this this was this personality I've test taken enneagram notes. Uh, strength finders it. you know love languages and i was like dude take a breather True. and figure me out because i like to be figured out but i don't want to be completely figured out you know what i mean so Ooh, a rubik's cube <laughs> i know <laughs> So anyways, yeah, I was on the opposite spectrum of that where I just didn't really, or I've grown to not care if other people don't like me, but I also have a bad habit. Eh, maybe it's Wait, not a bad you've habit. you've grown. When I was little, I probably yeah, cared more, but I mean, I would say probably from like 15, 16, I was just like, eh. I have a habit and I don't know if it's a good or a bad one of being able to choose someone in a room and be like "Ooh, like this person i want to be friends with that person and that is the only person in the room that i'm going to be friends with which can be bad because then i'm not being limits your box limits yeah and i'm not really open-minded yeah but i have a friend who is like one of my closest friends now to this day where my first immediate impression of her i was like "Ooh, like i don't know if i like this girl like she's kind of a bit much to handle and she had decided like she had done what I did. She looked at me and she was like, this person, I want to be friends with this person. And she made an effort and we're like best friends to this day. And yeah. I love her so much. And I'm so glad that she didn't let my standoffish first impression be what became our friendship because I am so thankful for her. But yeah, I don't know. There's certain people that you know you're going to like vibe with, mm-hmm. if I can use those words, um, and connect with. And you're like, oh, this yeah. could be really good. And sometimes they last, sometimes they don't. But mm-hmm. I think... You know, you kind of know your people and it's okay if people don't like you. And it's also okay that you don't get along with everyone. I totally agree with that because Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been in situations of being that other friend where someone's like, I need to be friends with you. I was like, I just don't know how. (laughs) Like, it's okay that we're different, you know? Yeah. And it makes me sound like a really mean person. I promise I'm not. So anyone listening to this podcast, (laughs) I'm nicer than I sound. (laughs) Maybe, maybe I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. It's like a few different sides of friendship right so one was you 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 meet you meet someone and you like click together and you kind of by default become friends then another side was you find someone you want to make them your friend but they don't want to you know so you're you might be trying to kind of reach to a person and that the one you describe right now is it a third case where like somebody else finds you he tries to pursue the friendship and then he gets you, you know, and then the friendship becomes kind of a really strong one, even though you kind of didn't think you can click. So it's an inter- it's it like is. all three sides. of. There's kinda- like s- 
any possibility is true, but exactly. I think that it's important not to like put your mindset in a box. Cause I think that for me, it needed to be like, it's okay that not everybody likes you for Amy. It needed to be like a, Oh, I'm not sure I vibe with this person. And then realizing, Oh my gosh, like we're actually like best friends. And then the last one is, wait, what was the, <laughs> yeah, the, the just click. Oh yeah. You just click. And it's just, it's just how it is. So I think being open to all of those and perceptive as well is really important because yeah, I think having perception is good. Intuition? Intuition. Or perception. I don't know. Think Both of those things. Both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Discernment. Discernment. More things Wisdom. you have is better. Wisdom. Pray about it. Oh my gosh, that's an interesting concept. Pray about being friends with someone? No, I don't know. I want to hear your thoughts as, you know, I know you just commented on all of our different scenarios, but... As an extrovert introvert, Alex. As an indecisive person on, on which one you are, because... I remember the first time we met and after we left, I told Miranda on the way home, I was like, I think Alex is a really cool person and we're going to be friends. And so that was my first impression of you, but maybe you had a different impression of me. Maybe you didn't want to be my friend. And I finally wormed my way in to being your friend. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I remember the day I was re really actually surprised because the first day you came I think you already like kind of did something around the uh, media stuff there without even me being here it's like oh she's like really cool she knows the you know she knows her stuff she she can she can do things you know because usually it will be really like people wouldn't go into things where they don't know them so personally I arriving at some place i never been to i wouldn't straightly go into things and you know start doing things something and also pretty much i don't know uh, i didn't meet a lot of probably media people kind of that are into it a lot I, I don't know how to explain it but or most of the people that were into things i was doing we kind of really became like friends so like this gave me just an impression like a first impression but i also kind of felt a first day i think you were you were kind of keeping distant a bit or like quiet i think i don't know at least that's I, what, yeah classic me <laughs> yeah and and i wasn't like i didn't want to you know push into talking a lot or like me pushing into you know anything try basically. and get to know yeah someone, yeah try and get to know you and like which is what being, i did you being put me super, under a microscope you did well alex you did better than what i did you, you know being super excited and like hey yeah you know it's like yeah sure like face palm right, yeah. and uh yeah i mean and and then we kind of slowly i think uh, worked our you know friendship but it's it's interesting that um yeah, it, it was just like it, it kind of surprised me a bit that you were kind of open for doing something where your first day at and you already kind of came prepared, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it was a first first impression. And yeah. yeah, I think I'm just laughing at myself over here because I just said to have, you know, intuition and some uh, <laughs> what was the other words that are discernment and yeah. And I, I'm realizing I did none of that when I first met Amy, so I'm sorry. Well, technically, well, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> I keep hitting my microphone. I forgive I'm you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that no. was our first conflict, yeah. and I forgive you. <laughs> I'll still bring it up every single time, yeah. but, you know, I've forgiven you. <laughs> I won't forget, but I forgive. Uh, no. Yeah, and, and I was also remembering some of, like, my friendships where we actually met for the first time and i would say like no for sure we're not 
no, it's it's not my you know style or whatever. But then at church, for example, right? Like we would have a lot of like we would have a youth gathering, for example, right? And there will be. It's also very interesting. Um, don't know why, but and I think it's normal. Uh, people would form some like smaller groups in church in Clicks. youth. Yeah. yeah. And because I was new to to the, like, introduced new, so I didn't have any friendships that they kind of also, and they grew up together from young or they had built their relationships for a few years before I came, right? So I kind of wasn't belonging to any particular group. First of all, girls, you know, no, because there's just like a girl group. So, and then guys were much older than me and also kind of had this background that I didn't have with them, for example. Yeah. And some people, um, you don't see them as your friends. And maybe for even for some long time, you would kind of keep a distance from each other and like you wouldn't be interested. But then you would go for some, I don't know, retreat or something will happen. You will go through some, I don't know, you will play one team in a game or don't know whatever or you will be in a similar situation and then you will share something like some physical presence or some pain or whatever it is and then you will click you know so you could be in one room with a person like for a few years not even closely close to each other (laughs) you know being very distant and then suddenly realizing or something happening and you will click and then it will work after that so that also happened for me and yeah it's also okay yeah i think that's so good and i i think there's always areas to ask god to to help you grow when you're when you have different friendships i'm thinking of that that reminded me of a friendship with somebody that i have here is just very dear to me because we both moved to Prague at the same time to be on our missions team together. And I think probably from both of our perspectives, we would say that we weren't maybe like, we didn't have a similar view on things. Um, I think that she might have thought that I was a little bit prideful and like haughty or something. And then I was like, oh, like she needs to, you know, be more forceful. Go out of the tram first. or I don't know, something funny like that. And we didn't click really at first. We had a job. I, we always tell the story. We had a job together where we were supposed to make a business card for our organization. And I got so mad at her during that that I just like left. I was like, I don't even want to do this right now. Which looking back, I'm just like, oh my goodness, that was so immature. But it was really crazy because as time went on, we were on this team together for three years. And as time went on, I really just realized, I was like, oh God, like, will you help me see her with a different perspective? And the whole time I think she was praying that I would. (laughs) And it was really cool because God really changed my perspective and I just saw her in a different light and I saw the humility that she had and a different kind of leadership that I wasn't seeing. And it was something that took actually me laying down my pride (laughs) and actually just saying, God, will you show me who this person is from your perspective, not mine? And that shifted everything. And we actually ended up being co-leaders of the team together. And I think we ended on, we really respect and value each other and value the differences in our 
in 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 our perspectives in the way that we did things and we realized that the other person had something that the other person didn't have and if we brought it together we could complement each other really well but it took listening it was slow we we talked about how we had to be slow and we had to just do things together slowly Um, and this was maybe more also in a work context because we were we were working together as well so it was kind of like a friendship dynamic within work but uh, I think that that's also really important to ask sometimes God's perspective on, with people that um, you might know. And, and I think that there's some really beautiful growth elements to having friendships that maybe you didn't think you would have initially like that, that first off, you know, that first like, okay, yeah, we're going to be friends. Like maybe it's that one where it's like, eh, I, I don't know if we're going to be friends or not, you know, but I think there can be some really beautiful elements of, of seeing a person for who they are and appreciating the differences and allowing God to shift you and grow you and stretch you and change you. And uh, I think that was definitely our story. And we're still friends to this day. And uh, she doesn't work with the organization anymore. But I I will always admire her from what we've been through and that gaining of perspective, I guess. And it's a very interesting example because it kind of shows you that even from kind of bad experience, you you grew like... the bad experience, the first bad experience helped you build a relationship which you wouldn't build otherwise, if, yes. if you know what I mean, Absolutely. which is also a very interesting perspective. And one other kind of subset of this kind of types of relationships or things uh, that came into my mind when you were talking is sometimes you just have to let it go, mm-hmm. let it be how it is, not push into it. And then if it's supposed to come, like it will come by itself. That's another kind of shade of, you know, what could happen and what it can go, right? So you described the example when when a friend was pursuing it, right? And and trying to kind of push for it and it worked, but sometimes it's better to kind of leave it be and then in some place it will click or it will go or maybe not, you know? And, And it's also a good way to do it because like if it needs to happen it will happen if it doesn't need to happen you'll just go your both yeah. ways and whatever yeah. that's so true thank you guys for listening to uh, this podcast on friendship and i hope that you gain some different insight on maybe just i like that word that alex used earlier shades <laughs> there's so many different shades and i think that really coming to to friendship with a place of of openness and a willingness to learn and grow is such a, a an amazing thing to do and so i just want to encourage anybody listening that you can build really beautiful relationships and friendships with an open heart and with a christ-like mindset and heart and perspective and there can be some really beautiful things that come from that so Uh, just hope that you guys can can do that and learn from your mistakes and learn from your victories and i think that yeah that's what we just want to leave it off with the friendship podcast thanks for joining us for today's episode of found in prague if you enjoyed today's show please like subscribe and tell a friend follow us on social media at youth praha join us next time